Finally, on today's edition of The Briefing, you know what time it is. It's Thursday. It means it's global countdown time. And it is my pleasure to welcome to the studio Fernando Augusto Pacheco. Good afternoon, Faye. Good afternoon, Tom. I have, I have a good one for you today, a special one. Well, I can recall, of course, we uh, were in Croatia last week. But yes, it is a special. And it's not... Uh, well, it's special... It's it's special for us here at Monocle, isn't it, as I understand? Of course. When Monocle was launched 15 years ago... You know, that kept me wondering if the Global Countdown existed at the time, which songs we would be playing. So basically, it's the 15, well, it's the top five songs when Monaco was launched 15 years ago. And it's crazy. It's a long time. But but I wonder if you know some of those tracks. Tom. I suspect that I might. <laughs> and I fear that I might not. And I, there's bound to be some surprises in the mix. I can see you've got a playful look in your eye. So this is the UK charts from... Exactly 15 years ago. February, March 2007. Exactly. Which I, actually, I was not even in the UK at the time. Wow. I was still in Brazil, but, you know, I I kind of knew. This is making me feel pretty old. Let's (laughs) move on. Uh, We've got to start number five, Fernando. We're going to start in a very exciting way. And be careful. This is the explicit version. Uh, It's Alex Gaudino from Italy with Crystal Waters from the United States, Destination Calabria. I got confused there. I said explicit version. I think I'm talking about the video, not, well, not yes, so much the song. Because I obviously, you know, I prepare very rigorously. My research for Global Countdown is, is very committed. Uh, so I had to watch that video a few times just to make sure I wasn't missing any of the nuances. Of, of course, just some uh, dancers in green marching band costumes as well. And I have to say, this is a version of one of his tracks from 2003, which was Destination Unknown. But perhaps for his Italian heritage, he decided to rename it. A flavour Des- of Calabria. Exactly. And did that, I don't know, when you discovered that was at number five, do you remember the track? Do you remember that mix even from back home? Or did that largely pass... So Paolo by, perhaps. No, I, I do actually. This song was a big hit in Brazil as well. Okay. So it, you can see a lot of dance music around 2007. So that's something that have stayed. But one thing interesting about number four, tones Gwen Stefani. I mean, where is she now? Um, I, I don't have a direct answer sorry, for you. I'm sorry, but she had a good moment in the mid-noughties to the late well, noughties. Well, she had quite the run. And she was one of these... I'm going to say it, Fernando, slightly kind of Madonna-esque, just constant reinventors. Obviously, she was in, what was the band? No Doubt she no was doubt, in. Yes. And then she kind of launched herself as a solo artist. And then this was her peak kind of super chic, high-end kind of hip-hop legend. I don't know. She was interesting, very chameleon-y for a, exactly. for a spell. And, and I, you know, I know she's still around, but but I, I wish she came back with her success. I love the songs by Gwen Stefani and like Akon, The Sweet Escape. It's funny, I think I remembered the video, which is very kind of gold and very gold. Glit- glitzy, but actually the track is kind of 
old school. It's like an old doo-wop number. It's quite sweet, right? But it's like something from the 50s. And, and and the interesting thing about, you know what Akon is doing? I, I know what he's doing, actually. So I, don't make me speculate. He's a property developer now. And, <laughs> of course and, and he's building Akon City in Senegal. I know there's been some issues going on because it's quite a big project. It's okay. actually a multi-billion uh, project. It's not overly modest. Oh, no, no, no. But he, he's, he's becoming a very successful entrepreneur. Hey, good luck to him. Good luck you to possibly him. wouldn't have picked that out exactly <laughs> to that track. Uh, 15 long years ago. The question I must ask you, Fernando, what could possibly be at number three? Number three, there's a connection to 2022, in my opinion. We've been talking a lot about Olivia Rodrigo, kind of the return of this kind of pop punk vibe. Well, it was there all the time. Look at 2007, Avril Lavigne at her peak with the song Girlfriend. I've heard the song so many times on radio. And you can see a lot of Avril Lavigne clones walking around, even in Brazil. I could see the girls kind of <laughs> this emo look, this kind of half tie uh, in a way. It, it is catchy. Shall we have a listen? Let's listen to it. God, that is funny. <laughs> what is funny about these, I think that I can remember them, but actually I can only remember like half, just, you know, these fleeting moments, mainly from the videos. But I definitely remember my ears being assaulted by that, <laughs> like, you know, blasting out of a top shop thing as I walked past 15 years ago. Very Does top that sound shop. about right? Very top shop. I don't Very want to be too dismissive. No, don't worry. It's not even there anymore. Has now it's aged? an Ikea. <laughs> Has that, exactly. Has that aged well? I feel not... Particularly, even though I don't like it, I think it aged well. Oh, Just really? because okay. you can see some influences of it in the charts. Fernando, today. it's good to disagree sometimes. It's exactly, exactly. What's, what's Avril up to? She's still knocking around. She's still knocking around. She has an, a new album like a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. I, I mean, she's not kind of this pop queen anymore. Yeah. But you know, she's, and still she's not developing Avril City anywhere. No, no, not, not, not in Canada. Not to our knowledge. Exactly, exactly. Um, Wow, this is an extraordinary direction of travel. Dare I ask, what's at number two? I think you might not like this one, just because <laughs> some people didn't like the version they did for Walk This Way, the iconic oh, Aerosmith track. And classic. then And then Run DMC, they had, of course. you know, they did amazing things with the song. And I have to say, I do like Girls Aloud, and I do like Sugar Babies, but when they were together, maybe not so much. <laughs> so I'm just being Fernanda, honest here. I've got to be honest, if you don't like this... The hopes for the rest of us are not great. So, sorry, listeners. By the way, I'm a big fan of Girls Aloud, so don't please don't send me hate emails. <laughs> Girls Aloud and Sugar Babies, walk this way. I mean, that is legitimately appalling. Yeah. Isn't it? And, and I must add, that was for a comic relief uh, charity oh, okay. single. So maybe that's why it's a number two as well. Okay, well, well-intentioned then. Well-intentioned. Kudos for the effort. No, and can I repeat, Girls Aloud, I think they, are, they, have, they had incredible creative pop in some of their tracks, just not with Walk This Way. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. Wait until number one. I was going to say, is it is this better or worse? Well, this is one of, you know, looking the at... The fact that you don't have a quick answer to that <laughs> worries me, Fernando, to be, to be blunt. Let's look at trends here. I mean, the UK, Tom, I mean, you are from here. You have a very specific thing of having charity singles. I'm sure you have that in other countries, but I think the UK has an amazing history of that. So it's part of, 
your culture. So hang on, uh, you're telling me this very week, 15 years ago, had not one, but the top two tracks were both charity singles and I, what, Comic no- relief? novelty tracks as well, basically. Very novel, I have to say. <laughs> I mean, this one, in fact, I mean, it's kind of a shame because it's a very famous track, but this version was more successful overall. Are you sure you're not? This was more successful yes. than the original one. If you look at the charts, yes. Oh, this could be bad. Go on then, Fernando. What have we got at the top of the pops? It's the Proclaimers, I'm going to be 500 miles, featuring Andy Pipkin and Brian Potter. <laughs> Let's have a listen. So when Monaco is going to try and explain this to our global countdown listeners globally, how on earth do you make any sense of that? I mean, I'm the foreigner here. I couldn't make too much sense out of this. But but all I know, you guys love some charity singles. But of course, Peter Kay and Matt Lucas, they're huge stars to this day, perhaps. I think so, yeah. There's been some partial cancellation efforts, but they're still knocking about. Cancellations, but apparently Little Britain is back on the BBC catalogue as well. So I think partially redacted. Exactly. If oh, yeah. I understand correctly, I think that's right. And Anton, you've seen we've seen the video of this together. There's been incredible kind of British icons there in the audience, like Bob the Builder as well. Bob the Builder. Elton in there. John was there. I couldn't spot El- him, but he was definitely. He made there. a fleeting appearance. It is interesting. So it's for charity, and these are two. Yeah, they're, they're characters played by a couple of big, you know, big comedy mm. luminaries of of that period, and as you say, even still today. And we should explain. I mean. Surely all our global listeners are aware of the Proclaimers, the original track from yeah, the Scottish 30 years ago, I don't know. And they do, they do appear later, I believe, on that version as well. And it's an absolute... Stand- I mean, that is a bona fide... I mean, what, what wedding party is complete without a bit of 500 miles, surely? One surely of the biggest not. Scottish tracks ever. And it's a great one. That version, though, what are you scoring that out of 10? Oh, gosh... Three? A generous I'm one. sorry. Generous so one. There's, been, there's been a lot of ups and downs here on this top five, I have to say. Yeah. It's, it's a if difficult you had to, one. If you had to take one of those five, though, Fernando, into your sort of hall of fame, so you had to listen to it every every week or every day, what one, what's the least offensive to your ears? Gosh, I think The Sweetscape with yeah. uh, Ben Stefani. I think that's the least offensive in a way. But I like Destination Calabria as well. I have to be honest. You don't get to watch the video. All right. That is all for uh, this week's Global Countdown. Uh, Fernando Gustavo Chaco, thank you, as always.